In this bulletin, the United States says it's carried out successful strikes against militias in Iraq and Syria. UN satellite imagery reveals 30% of the buildings in the Gaza Strip have been destroyed or damaged. And in sport, a golden opportunity for the Socceroos slips away in the Asian Cup quarterfinal. With all the latest SBS News, I'm Hannah Kwan. The White House says strikes against militias in Iraq and Syria were successful and all US aircraft are now out of harm's way. The comments from National Security Council spokesman John Kirby follow the US military's air assault on dozens of sites in Iraq and Syria, allegedly used by Iranian-backed militias and the Iranian Revolutionary Guard in the opening salvo of retaliation for the drone strike that killed three US troops in Jordan last weekend. The United States does not seek conflict with Iran or in the broader Middle East. But as President Biden has made clear, we will not hesitate to defend our people and hold responsible all those who harm Americans at a time, a place of our choosing. That began tonight, but it will not end tonight. U.S. President Joe Biden and other top U.S. leaders had been warning for days that America would strike back at the militias and they made it clear it wouldn't just be one hit but a tiered response over time. The massive barrage of strikes by manned and unmanned aircraft hit more than 85 targets at seven locations. There are growing concerns a recent decision to suspend funding to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency could force the agency to shut down operations by the end of February and exacerbate a humanitarian catastrophe in the Gaza Strip. Donors including Australia, the United States, Canada and Britain suspended funding to the agency after Israel accused several of its employees of involvement in the October 7 attack on Israel. Adnan Abu Hasna is the UNRWA spokesman in Gaza. Uh, here nearly more than 2.3 million of Gazans depending on our aid and we, are, we have in our shelters nearly 1 million uh, Palestinians either inside the shelters or are registered and around uh, the shelters. We're providing health care to hundreds of thousands of, uh, of Gazans. Our health clinics are so crowded with tens of thousands of people every, every day. Satellite imagery analysed by the United Nations Satellite Centre appears to show 30% of the Gaza Strip's buildings have now been destroyed or damaged in the Israel offensive in the densely populated Palestinian enclave. The health ministry in Gaza says Israel's assault, which was launched in response to attacks by Hamas militants in southern Israel on the 7th of October, has killed more than 27,000 Palestinians. Airstrikes, shelling and demolition have raised entire city districts, including much civilian infrastructure. UNISAT says 69,147 structures, equivalent to approximately 30% of the Gaza Strip's total structures, have been affected. A young boy has become the fourth victim of a dingo bite on the Queensland island of Gari in as many weeks. The boy was bitten at a campsite on the western side of the island. He was taken from the Kingfisher Bay Resort by boat today to undergo treatment at Harvey Bay Hospital. Queensland Parks and Wildlife Service rangers are now investigating the fourth dingo bite incident in four weeks after a man and two children were attacked in January. And the Albanese government will provide $1.5 million to accelerate the collection of cancer stage and recurrence data in Australia. 
The data is critical for identifying patterns of delayed diagnosis, cancer recurrence and survival and will help drive equity in cancer outcomes. Here's Prime Minister Anthony Albanese making the announcement. And I'm really proud that the government that I lead is committing $1.5 million to start building that registry to accelerate the collection of national cancer stage and recurrence data. It's in line with the recently report launched Australian Cancer Plan and in response to the Breast Cancer Network Australia's report, time to count people with metastatic breast cancer a way forward. This investment includes funding for the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare to establish the Australian Cancer Data Alliance. Turning to sport and the Socceroos have been left to rue what might have been after letting a golden opportunity at the Asian Cup slip in a heartbreaking quarterfinal exit. Australia suffered a dramatic 2-1 extra time loss to South Korea after throwing away a 1-0 lead deep in regular time on Saturday to exit the tournament in the final eight for a second consecutive time. After Craig Goodwin gave Australia the lead, a nightmare stint off the bench from right-back Lewis Miller and two big moments from Song Hung Min turned the game in favour of Jurgen Klinsmann's side. The defeat is especially bitter as the tournament had opened up for the Socceroos who consistently stated they could win the competition. And that's all the latest SBS News. I'm Hannah Kwan. 